0: Com. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. It's Score North Live. Donaldson to left and hit an absolute ton. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Line drive. That's Wallop deep left field. The bringer of rain with a lightning bolt to left.
1: Off-speed pitch. Dallasen dives from the foul territory, makes a strong throw.
2: Josh Dallison continues to flash the leather at third. He saves extra bases for Jay Happ.
3: Manny, give me the first one again. Give me that crack of the bat on the first one again. That was... Oh, man. God, oh. A deli- man, warms my soul. Give, give me- him the 37. Oh, oh my all goodness. The, uh, give him the, the, montage. the, whole, the whole montage. We have a montage? We have a Rainmaker montage? Yep. Give it to me, Manny. Give me the
2: montage. Our, our guy. Put our courtesy it of in our my veins. Guy, Jonathan Harris. Oh, Beginning.
3: oh. Mm. Yes. I thought... Oh man. Oh boy, let's do that baseball. I'll be Guys, uh, Score North Live. We're on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. I already need a cigarette. We're a minute, 40 seconds You're into right the show. There, I need No, I need a cigarette, man. I need a cigarette. That's what cracks of the bat do Does to me. Does he
4: realize we've got Oof. cracks of the bat? We have gold glove
3: plays? Oh, man. yeah. <laughs> oh, That one right there. Just had there. to give one more for you. That is baseball porn, man. You got gold glove plays? Yes. You got yeah. Josh Donaldson gold ah, glove def- plays for
2: Donaldson me. will go to the rail. He'll get there. Dives in and caught it. Oh, what a play. Josh Donison pulling a Derek Jeter goes into the second row and makes a terrific play. That Buck Martinez on the play-by-play, I think. I think it is. Last thing,
4: give him what Josh would tell a 10-year-old kid about the art of hitting. If I'm a 10-year-old
5: kid at home, give me something to go out. and. Okay, I'll tell you, if you're 10 years old and your coach says get on top of the ball, Tell them no.
1: Oh,
6: man.
5: Because in the big leagues, these things that they call ground balls are
3: out. they They don't pay you for ground balls. They pay you for doubles. They pay you for homers. I need a nap. Like, the way this show just got off to a start, it took it took everything out of me. I need a nap. <laughs> I got I, I got way too fired up. You know the voice you already heard. That's Judd Zolgat, Derek Wetmore, along with me, Rami Makhlouf, in the TCL Broadcast Studios. Manny Hill on the ones and twos on the other side of the glass, giving us all that baseball porn that you heard right there. Josh Donaldson signs with the Twins, and we want to hear from you, Twins fans. 651-646-8255. You can tweet us at s. S K O R North Chad tweets in, to quote our guy Randy in Cottage Grove, that makes me feel snug. And I would agree. It does. It makes me <laughs> Josh feel Josh Donaldson is a stud. Makes me feel a little bit snug. <laughs> what was what was your guys' Stunny. reaction? I mean, I had just I had just walked into my apartment yeah. and got a text from my former co-host in Milwaukee saying Josh Donaldson, holy bleep. And I went, what happened in my ride home from the station? got on Twitter real quick and figured out what happened. And I got to admit, guys, I was—I wouldn't put it at the level of shocked, but a high level of surprise is how I would describe when I saw that news. I thought they were out. I thought they were simply a pawn in the Josh Donaldson negotiations with the Braves and the Nationals being involved and a couple other teams rumored to be involved with him. I thought that... I thought that was their place in these negotiations, was as a pawn, as somebody to raise the price. I really did not think this was happening, and I basically waved the white flag with Derek on the Score North Twins show and said that this, this season is on the brink of failure, disaster, if they don't make this Josh Donaldson thing happen. They did. They salvaged the off season in my eyes, Derek. Not surprised that the Twins were
7: in it. Not surprised that they were willing to go to this high-dollar figure. But still stunned that after all that played out publicly through the media in this very fascinating game of chicken the twins come out on the end of it with a star third baseman and easily the largest free agent contract in franchise history from that perspective you can't be anything but stunned at the news and uh rami i think that the twins are gonna score a lot of runs this year
3: and i think there will be some bombas you think so you think the Bomba Squad is going to be fired up again? Call it an educated guess. Should I, should I get the Bomba Bus revved up and ready to go? I think that's
7: still in the shop for off-season tune-ups, but that thing's <laughs> going to be...
3: It's going to need to be ready to take the streets quickly That here. was a pretty fiery crash in October. It was. Is there going to be a new Bomba Bus? <laughs> there, I might have to just go and the get a The bus might
4: up. need to we're, be... We're, we're, still asce- might,
3: we're still assessing the damage, which might tell you all you need to know. So here was
4: my... Takeaway, and this is why I can't get my my head around Twins fans who weren't happy about this. My takeaway was this was the first acknowledgement from Falvey and Levine this winter that they clearly see what we see, which is a team that is on the cusp of and or just really darn good, because everything that they'd done so far had been sort of to supplement, you know, the bullpen, Clipper, improvement, but I mean it's, it was it was the bullpen. Already pretty good. Rich Hill and Homer Bailey do nothing for me. They fill spots. They're human beings. That's it. But Donaldson signing to me, especially the contract, four years, fifth year club option on a 34 year old player, Rami, that says for the first time, we know we're good. We know the window is open now. And to me, it means that there is an inevitable trade at some point coming for a top line or a quality starter as well. Because you don't sign Donaldson to this contract thinking about 2022. You sign him to this contract thinking about 2020, maybe 21, but you're basically saying, okay, by year four, he might not be that good. We don't care. We want him now because we're good. So this was the first time to me to say, I now am going to be very surprised if at some point in time before the July 31st trade deadline, if there's not some type of trade for a really quality top-line starter, because this signing is all about one thing
3: Mm -hmm. this season, which is what we have wanted, right? I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily put it on this season. I would put it on, on the window. And I don't think you can count on any, any window being more than three years and you're already one year in. So I think it's, it's the first two years of this contract that the twins are really betting on to make years three and four, to make years three and four worth it. But when you look at, and that was another thing that, that had me pretty surprised about the signing was the number that Judd just mentioned. Four years, $92 million. We had heard from Doogie and from other sources. That he was looking for a deal in the neighborhood of four years, one hundred and ten million. What do you What do you guys think happened here? How do you think Josh oh. Donaldson <laughs> oh, got to Minnesota on that price tag? It's totally transparent,
7: right? I mean, maybe I'm missing something here. So you guys correct me if I'm wrong. Nats put out an offer. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of their deferred money deals where you're going to be getting paid for the next twelve years, and like your kids might like that, but you know, you kind of want your. As uh, as Marshawn Lynch would say, you kind of want your chicken now, right?
4: I love that term.
3: Yes, <laughs> I've
7: never heard take that care term. Of your take bread, or your take chicken. care of your chicken.
3: The and, chicken and take care of your mentals. Bread, I knew. Mm-hmm. Chicken, I didn't know. I saw, I saw Sage get an education on Twitter. He asked, "What chicken?" He said, "I know bread equals money, but what is chicken?" And somebody filled him in. That is that is also money. Chicken equals bread. Chicken equals bread equals money. Nice. Yes. I love it. Don't ask questions. Just go with it. Right.
7: Okay, so the Nats get one of those deals.
3: <laughs> it's all just as good as cash. man.
7: <laughs> yes. From now on, I'm calling it chicken. <laughs> so he gets his big money offer from the Nats, right? But it's probably one of those deferred deals that the Lerner family loves to do. I mean, don't you think? Like, you can call it four yeah. years and $100 million. Yes. And you'll be being paid through, like, your late 40s yes. or something. Okay. So that's, like, that's an appealing offer. Op- hey, go replace Rendon and try to run it back and win a World Series. All right, then the Twins had the next highest offer, just my guess, mm-hmm. coming in at that twenty-three million a year ish, the same contract I laid out to you, Rami, a month ago, mm-hmm. four ninety-two. And then the Braves came in and said, yeah, "That's he's a really a good,
3: nice nonchalant pet on the back." He's by a good the way, player. He's growing up in this radio biz. I stretched before the show this time. <laughs> I feel
4: like I feel like you've got to drive home the fact that you said that more a month so ago, not a so month subtle. Of, yeah, right. I don't
7: need to. It's so it's subtle. on tape. <laughs> we got receipts.
4: Nobody goes back and listens to tapes. Derek. We got receipts. What you have to say is, as I told you guys a month ago.
7: So
3: a month ago I said, pregnant pause death. A month ago, yeah, a little <laughs> emphasis exclamation point I, on the back
7: end. <laughs> I told you four and twenty three. Okay, twenty three million a year, which is what he made with the Braves. You multiply that by four, you get ninety two million dollars. All right. Everybody's happy, right? He dude's getting paid. getting paid through his mid thirties into his late thirties. Mm-hmm. And the twins have a stud third baseman. Everybody wins. But then the reports came out that, like, hey, all else being equal, like, rather be with the Braves. Kind of want to be in Atlanta's good vibe here last year. Acuna Jr. Group of Braves fan. Albies, run it back. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Okay. If all else is equal and you'd rather go to the Braves, then go to the Braves. Right. So that led me to believe, guys, that it wasn't equal, that the Twins' offer or the Nats' offer was likely better. Why would the Twins even be still being talked about if it was just between the other two teams? So I thought, okay, well, there's a little game of chicken going on here. The other kind of chicken, the kind of chicken where you ride your bikes at each other and see who swerves last, that game was played out through the media. This
4: was two sports cars, dude. Yes, yes, that's right. Okay, these weren't bicycles. That's right. These were two sports cars. <laughs> so you've got a Headlights Renault. off.
7: You've got a Renault and a Maserati driving mm-hmm. each other down the road, and one of them doesn't want to go any higher. Doesn't want to. Hey, this is a good player. We like him, but we like our team without him. So all three of those teams, boys. There was a story in a local sports writing publication that said, "Yeah, we we'd like Donaldson, but we could probably pivot and do something else." Then the Nats pivoted and did something else, and conveniently, this is about two weeks ago, a little less than two weeks ago, report pops up in The Athletic from one of the, the dons of baseball sports writing. Ken Rosenthal said, yep, Donaldson's just waiting for somebody to hit his number, and they're pretty close, so it's probably going to happen pretty soon here. Look out for it. His number, by the way, is believed to be four years and $110 million. This was a negotiating ploy all along, guys. And the twins didn't blink, and now they still got their guy four years, $92 million.
4: And everybody, aside from Strasburg and Cole and Wheeler, every free agent that we seriously talked about here. So, you know, Strasburg and Cole, we did not and we should not have, they weren't going to get those guys. But everybody else got less than we thought, right? Mad Bum, mm-hmm. Ryu, Keiko, I believe, Donaldson. All of those guys, we were all thinking $100 million for sure, right? At one point, or, sure. or at least on most of those guys, Keiko probably not. But anyway, the point being is everybody else came in below what we believed to be the truth when, when we originally started to talk about them being on the market. Yeah. I, I'm
7: Rendon, Donald- Rendon got paid.
4: Right, but yeah. I didn't consider him either. Oh, okay, I see. I'm talking about guys that we thought the twins were going to target and could target. Rendon, Cole, and Strasburg, to me were fun to talk about, but <laughs> they weren't coming here.
3: All right. And after my initial shock, well, I said not shock, high level of surprise to the deal, I, I go on Twitter and start seeing some of the chatter, et cetera, et cetera. And then I see this screenshot. Of the MLB Network from at Score North. that's how you follow us across all the social media platforms. And by the way, we're streaming live right now on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. You can't see Derek Wetmore, but he's here, and we're streaming live. You can see Judd and my beautiful faces. Even better. Why
4: don't you move that camera back a little bit? It can get you, Wetmore. More of a
7: behind-the-scenes
4: guy. <laughs> You're trying to avoid it. Here's what you don't want. <laughs> I think what Judd is saying, if we
3: have to be on camera, damn it,
4: you have to be on camera. <laughs> all right? All right, all right, I know right. what <laughs> your paranoia is. Your paranoia is it can see your screen of your computer oh, no. if it's moved too no, far. No, what no. are you looking at over there? Yeah, a exactly. Safe, <laughs> what's going on your
7: screen?
2: A safe guess, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Not to have above it. I think it's because of that where Derek's sitting, that part of the camera, that part of the screen makes you look a little bit. Heavier, and I think Derek's just worried about. <laughs> oh, no question.
3: Derek should be worried about his weight. Yeah,
2: he put on oh, a few during man. the holidays.
3: He's to, he's yeah, to Derek, you're looking chunky yet. these last few days. Hey man, all yeah, jokes Derek's, have a seat of
7: truth. Derek's
3: bulked up to one forty one. But the screen grab I was talking about was from MLB Network, and the projected lineup. Of the Minnesota Twins in 2020, and it is as follows. Judd, I know you like playing playing uh, lineup formation. Derek, you like to get in on the game a little bit, too. Tell me if this is what you would go with or if you would tweak it a little bit. They have Kepler, Polanco, Cruz, Donaldson, Rosario, Garver, Araiz, Miguel Sano, Byron Buxton as 1-9. through nine. That is top-to-bottom. Like, I know that some of the that the names don't pop off like Aaron Judge and 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 John uh, Carlos Stanton with the Yankees, but top to bottom one through nine, I don't know that you're going to find a better, more potent lineup than what the Minnesota Twins are going to put out there on a day to day basis. Miguel Sano is eighth in this thing. Eighth. I'm going to just run through. I don't think that lasts. Actually, I might have Miguel Sano batting fifth on opening day and bump Eddie Rosario and everybody else down one. I will
4: quickly go through the 2019 home run totals for the roster or lineup construction that you just read, Rami. 36, 22, 41, 37, 32, 31, 4, 34, and 10, and Buxton had 10, 10. B- because he also Half didn't play. Season, yeah. yeah. So 36, 22, 41, 37, 32, 31. <laughs> and now you're to the seventh guy. Oh, goody.
7: <laughs> it's ridiculous. And the, it gets even better, guys, because Rocco and Co. don't just put out one lineup. Right. They're like, hey, how do you match up? You're right. Lefty, righty. You got to get some days off. Rest and recovery, baby. Against lefties, I mean, look, just go look at those guys' numbers from last year. You're talking some of the top hitters in baseball against left handed pitching all in the same lineup. And they don't get to face a lefty every day. I get that. Right. And most teams now, by the way, probably going to try to hide their lefties. (laughs) Like, unless you've got an ace, you don't want him hitting the Twins series, especially not a target field. Um, I think right and left this is as deep of a lineup as there is in baseball right now.
3: I want to hear from you at 651-646-8255. <laughs> I didn't know we had that drop. It really That's does perfect. Wrong. It makes me a little snug talking about that lineup. 651-646-8255, <laughs> or tweet us at SKORNorth and get in on Score North Live on Josh Donaldson Day. Let's go to Chris in Virginia. He dialed that number, and now he's on Score North Live. What's up, Chris?
1: Hey, how are you all doing tonight? Doing Great, on, Chris. Man. How are you? Yeah, I'm one of those... Uh, Tweets last night, Judd, that uh, you were referencing earlier. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't call uh, the poets cheap. I just called them thrifty. <laughs> okay. Uh, Shoe fits. I, uh, I guess my main point today is I want to talk about what got Donaldson to the Twins. I don't. i I money obviously is the big thing. I don't know if it was all money, but I'm wondering what happens between Falvey, Levine, and Donaldson when they're talking about luring him to the Twins. They talk about. I mean, obviously, Donaldson knew what kind of team we had. He probably knew the lineup. But he's probably looking at the pitching and saying, are these guys going to make it all the way or not? And, I mean, do you think Balvin Levine told him, we're going to get pitching, you know, we're going to improve? Did he kind of give him confidence that the Twins were all in and going to go that route?
4: My guess is yes. If you're going to spend... This much on a guy at 34 and give him this contract, to me, it's a completely logical step now to say that at some point in time, they're going to trade, my guess is a prospect and Rosario probably, for a starting pitcher who might not be a true ace, but definitely is going to bump Homer Bailey down from three to four. So we're we're talking about a guy that might slide in right behind Barrios, but it's going to be, I think, at some point here in 2020, guys, Barrios... Pitcher X Odo and Bailey before. I, I hope so. I, That I don't know that, but it makes no sense to sign Donaldson and then be like, "Oh, we're fine pitching. Why starting pitching?" Thanks for the
3: call, Chris. Appreciate it. Thank yeah. you, Chris,
4: and thanks for calling about that because I wanted somebody to call, but who expressed frustration. But no, I do think
3: I do think as far as this offseason goes, Derek, I think the 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 timeline that you laid out and the script that you laid out for how the negotiations played out, and he ended up signing for what he signed. I think it's probably probably pretty close to the truth, if not spot on. But I think another shoe that probably fell in this, and this is purely reckless speculation. Oh, I mine mean, was too, by the way. Okay. I should have said that. Yeah, my, mine is absolutely 100% reckless speculation. I will not deny that. I will not hide from that. It is what it is. But I think that another shoe that probably dropped was the Twins exhausted... Probably every avenue that they could exhaust looking through the trades that might have been on the table for pitching this offseason. If we're talking about impact pitching that Thad Levine mentioned when the offseason started, that they'd be looking for impact pitching, there might be like John Gray doesn't get paid a lot, but I'm talking about like a high priced impact pitcher that's that might be on the trading block right now. I'm guessing that 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 avenue has probably been exhausted. It's not happening ah. this offseason. I'm not saying it can't happen at some point during the season. I wouldn't go so far, Rami. You really don't think yeah, so? Yeah, no, just because, like, who would you rather have? I'm asking you, point blank. Who would you rather have,
7: Josh Donaldson or David Price? Josh Donaldson. Yeah, so I think that's kind of more what's at play here. Is like, Donaldson's an appealing option because it also allows you to go make that trade in July. I think this Twins team is good enough to go into the season to call her Chris's point. I think this team is good enough to go into the season with this staff if they adopt my pitching plan, and then go trade for somebody in July. Once you're, you know, five games up in the AL Central, I know that's cocky. I know it's yeah, like dangerous little, that, to think that, that way. Might be
3: able to look cocky, but look at this. Look at this lineup, boys. I thought, I thought that was a dangerous, a dangerous path to take before they signed Josh Donaldson. I feel, I feel pretty damn good about the Twins' chances in the but AL, AL don't Central you guys with think, Josh Donaldson. Don't,
4: don't both of you guys think now that this clearly? signifies that the fan base and the Twins executive staff are on the same page now. To me, that's the most important thing here. We've taken the step from, what are you guys thinking? Like, are you building up for 2024, and that's weird? they so. Yes. Yeah. This move screams, because this move does scream in four years. At 38, this guy's play might have fallen off. Nelson Cruz is retired. Not saying they can't be good at that point. They right. still could be, but the assumption... Until last night, I was saying, are you guys, like, just satisfied with being, because your division stunk.
7: Well, it's like <laughs> I told you on the show yesterday, Judd. I came on your guys' Drive Time show, uh,
3: Mackie, Judd, and Rami, 4 Weekdays, to 6. Weekdays, 4 to 6. You can listen to I that like how you drop the for the drive free time. on the Score North The app. Drive Time, highly rated Drive Time show. <laughs> that's
7: right. So, well, but you can listen to it anytime. It's just that's when it's recorded. Mm-hmm. Anytime or anywhere. That's right. Minnesota sports anytime, anywhere. So I came on here, (laughs) and I said, you (laughs) asked me, Judd, because I went to the Miguel Sano press conference, and you said, how come the big cheese wasn't there? How come Derek Falvey didn't show his face and Thad Levine? I mean, they just signed one of their core players. I accused them, basically, of hiding. You thought they were hiding. Let's be honest. I
4: accused them. Accusations
7: flew. either they are upstairs in their office, grinding away on a long-term offer for Josh Donaldson, or they're content with their off-season, and they're relaxing somewhere on a beach in Mazatlan, Mexico. And it turns well, out that it was Donaldson. It could have been both. It could have been either la- one. But
4: the latter scared me. That's right. That's what I'm saying. I was scared. I thought to myself, my God, what if they are? If
7: you had me put odds on that <laughs> They're in Mexico right now. They're
4: sunning themselves.
7: I would have said 50-50. Well,
4: I just thought last night to me changed where we all know now that they are taking this, they're, they're taking the opportunity that's presented seriously, which is why I think at some point in time, you're going to see a starting pitcher And it might not be a Cy Young guy, but a starting
3: pitcher who can help you out traded for. I would think, and again, this is my reckless speculation, I think that anybody who they were interested in, as far as high-priced, high-impact pitchers that might have been on the trade block this offseason, they probably looked at it and decided that it wasn't worth the value that was being asked, that they were going to have to give up to get those guys. So they said, okay, we can't. Prevent runs the way we wanted to. I guess we're going to have to score more runs. Make it rain with Josh Donaldson. And don't forget,
4: going back to the start of the winter meetings in December, correct, Derek? Uh, Lavelle Neal of the Star Tribune was, and he was tipped off for sure. He wrote a big piece. It was really in-depth and interesting about that very thing. And he said, don't be surprised if the Twins pivot, if they're not going to get pitching, and bulk up offensively. And look, that's not my first choice, but it's better than nothing. That's right. That's That's my point here. This is better than this. This is why I don't get if you're frustrated today, You're like, what are the twins doing? Hey, I want more pitching, too. But when you can go back to a guy who's as plugged in as Lavelle and clearly talk to people who said, hey, this might be an option here. At least it's a path. All I wanted, Derek, was a path.
7: That's right. Pick your path. They picked one. And you thought they weren't. They maybe had a path but hadn't taken enough steps, and last night was a giant step. Exactly. I think. because So this is what I said on Twins Minute yesterday. I think it applies here. I said, not only are the Twins Ale Central favorites, but I hear you. I hear you, Twins fans, and I see one hanging on the line here. We'll get to it if we can today. There is, there is this pushback, this blowback that, Judd, you and I saw yesterday on Twitter, you more than me, but I got some of it. I think I just got some of the shrapnel. I took, you, you got I a lot took of took a direct hit. Yeah. That he, he's not a pitcher. Can he pitch, right? And I don't know, maybe, maybe he can, but that's not what they signed him for. They signed to hit 35 bombas with uh, near gold glove defense at third base, which
4: also is very important.
7: That's right. And so I said, "I hear you. You're right. I would have preferred Garrett Cole too. If you asked me at the beginning of the offseason, do you want Garrett Cole or Josh Donaldson? I'm not blinking." Before saying Garrett Cole. But if you asked me partway through the offseason, or even as just a follow up question of that, like, oh, hey, um, he's going to go set a record with the Yankees. Like, that's just, that's a thing. I'm from the future. That's going to happen. Garrett Cole's not coming to the Twins. Would you rather have Josh Donaldson or not have Josh Donaldson? Right. Again, I wouldn't hesitate. Exactly. That one
3: is super easy, too. Josh Donaldson's a great player. And getting better pitching is about what? preventing runs, run prevention, right? You know what yes. also, you know what also prevents runs is better defense. And I know Josh Donaldson's bat is the headliner when he comes to town, but his glove is pretty damn good too. That's, that's the thing is this is a two fold replacement. You're replacing Miguel Sano defensively at third base and you're replacing CJ Crone offensively in that in that spot of the lineup by sliding Sanoa across and just a couple of numbers on on Donaldson's glove in case you haven't heard because his bat makes so much noise. Baseball Savant (laughs) credited Donaldson with eight outs above average in twenty nineteen. That's eighteenth among all major league baseball infielders. Not third baseman Infielders. Sano, so on the other hand, was the worst defensive third baseman on a per-game basis by UZR last year, costing the Twins 6.7 runs compared to the average defender. It is a huge upgrade defensively at third base, and like I said, good defense prevents runs just as well as, as good pitching does. And not to say that the pitching is fine. I'm not going to sit here today and tell you I'm satisfied with the starting rotation, but this move with with the added runs that he's going to bring with his bat, and the runs he saves you with his glove, to me, and Derek, it sounds like you're in the same boat. Judd, I don't know about you, this makes them the clear front runner again to win the AL Central.
4: Clear frontrunner? I think front they're the runner. Front runner. I'm not sure that they are the absolute clear, but this move does make them extremely competitive. Yeah. I like it, and if, if you now eventually, and heck, it might be July, but if you now trade for more pitching... You're in great shape.
3: Want to hear from you, Twins fans. 651 646 8255. Spencer in Vegas, the rest of you on hold. Hang right there. We'll get to you right after this. Awesome. You can also tweet us at Score North. It's Score North Live on 1500 ScoreNorth.com. Score North, a new take on Minnesota sports. Hey. Minnesota sports, anytime, anywhere.
2: ScoreNorth.com. Score North download time. I'm Manny Hill, and uh, we're proceeding on. Through Score North Live, we got Rami, we got Derek Wetmore, and we have a in the studio as well, talking about the Minnesota Twins and their signing, uh, reported signing of third baseman Josh Donaldson. And uh, we took calls all through the 11 o'clock hour earlier today, the uh, Vetline Coffee Club. Normally we talk Vikings during that time. But uh, with this big news with Josh Donaldson, you took your calls on that. And uh, here's what one caller had to say earlier this morning.
8: I was never one to 100% in the Donaldson camp. Okay. The Twins getting him. Mainly because of his age and the fact he suffered a couple injuries with Toronto. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping he's past that. I'm hoping... The four years the Twins now are successful, and I'm hoping
1: there's
2: a fifth. Why not? Yeah, why not indeed? And uh, the Twins, of course, signing Donaldson to a four-year, $92 million uh, contract, and there is an option for a fifth year. And depending on how he performs, that fifth year might be picked up. But right now, uh, the Twins just made themselves better, and I think that's the most important thing. That's your score enough download. Now back to score North Live, Ronnie.
3: Thank you, Manny. On 1500, ScoreNorth.com, ScoreNorth mobile app, and streaming live. If you want to see our faces, talk these words at Twitter, Twitch, and... Six five one six four six eight two five five. Tweet us at SKOR North. Want to hear from you, Twins fans? Whether you're pro Josh Donaldson, anti Josh Donaldson, you still think the poll ads are cheap? However you feel about this, we want to hear your reaction on Score North Live. Six five one six four six eight two five five. Or you can tweet us at SKOR North. Spencer has been waiting patiently. Now he's on Score North Live. What's up, Spencer?
5: Hey guys, I love this signing. By the way, um, I know. Um, wasn't it Judd or maybe Derek, one of you guys said a while back, that wasn't he the best free agent available other than the starting available free agent pitchers? Yeah,
7: yeah. once Rendon was off the board, it was pretty much J.D. and the pitchers.
5: Correct. Um, down the road, I mean, looking at this projected lineup now, I mean, when you got Sano projected to hit eighth, this lineup is going to be deadly. I mean, especially against lefties alone, like you guys already said. Um, I'm just loving the signing. I don't think the pole ads are cheap anymore. I and, mean, yeah, we didn't get the starting pitcher that we wanted. But, like you said, midseason, whether we're in contention, which hopefully we are, um, I think we'll be okay. Just find the final score, just enough run. Right, we'll Spencer, so you okay. said
3: you said you don't think the pole ads are cheap anymore. So you were part of the cheap pole ad uh, group.
5: Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I believe so, yes.
3: All right. Thanks for the call, Spencer. We appreciate it, man. Thanks for listening, too. Um, I was never a. I never thought the poll ads were cheap, but then again. I don't I haven't lived the experience that Twins fans have their whole life of the largest free agent signing in the history of this team being Irvin Santana yeah. at fifty-five million dollars before this deal here today. I, I might I might feel that way. I might think that if that was if that was my experience. What I was saying while they were sort of sitting out free agency for for the larger part of, of this offseason, I was saying, I don't think it's cheapness. I think this is just I think this is just Thad Levine and, and 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 the brain trust within the Twins saying, yeah, we don't think these guys are worth the price tag that's on them, and we're going to wait for the right guy at the right price, and ultimately, Josh Donaldson sure. was that guy. I mean, it's just a pointless
7: game to play, I think. Like, unless you think that incessant pointing out, and I, I wouldn't go so far as to say complaining, because I think it's just being vocal that, hey, I don't like the way this is going. I that's not complaining to me. Um, but unless you think that banging that drum is going to get them to spend $50 million more every winter, what, what are we doing here? We know this is a business. We know it's private enterprise. We know they have a private, you know, antitrust exemption from the government and that they're getting publicly funded stadiums. We know all that. We agreed to all those rules when we came into this arena. And are you comparing them to the Yankees and the Red Sox
4: and the Dodgers? Because if you are, then they are cheap. But that's a big comparison in, and, a, non, in a non-salary
7: cap league. And but, I think you'd look to some of the business interests of those other teams and say they've got a, just an inherent advantage over a mid-market team like the Twins. The And the
4: one thing where I guess I would, although this was not Jim Pollard, the one thing where I know where this sort of started and the fans were mad, and they should be, Goes way back to contraction. Totally. When Carl offered this team up for contraction and I think it was going to be, if I'm not mistaken, the Expos and Twins were sure. gonna be contracted. So there's a long history here of I get why it, I get it. of why. But um When it comes to, you know, Garrett Cole, you weren't going to get Garrett Cole, and most teams weren't. Steven Strasburg, he was going back to Washington, and plus, if he hadn't come back to Washington, there was a very small list of teams that were going to get him. So this whole thing just of, well, they're cheap, but but what uh, so intrigued me last night was, you then got the people who pivoted quickly and were like, well, they're still cheap, and this doesn't mean anything, and it's a bad signing, and that's what I don't understand. It's like, okay, so... Because if you're never gonna like them, just pick a different team and move on, and don't even concern yourself with the Twins. Pick the Yankees, which is fine, which For is sure. cool. Pick Rami's Cubs, although they mm-hmm. now appear cheap. They're a great
3: cheap. time right now. Pick the yeah, Cardinals, of one of the best ha-
4: run franchises in baseball. The you know Cardinals what, are. Up. You can leave. <laughs> You'd be joining a great group of fans. By the way,
7: I got <laughs> Some a tweet of the best here. In baseball, maybe. I, I got a I got a tweet here.
4: D train. They'll tell you they are. D train just tweeted. Mr. ask him. Mackey and Judd has been canceled today over a nasty injury while they fought over who got to bow down at the Polad's altar first. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's but pretty I, good. I've never been known as a homer
3: until now, by the way. Imagine imagine being so desperate to be right and just so angry that you well, can't yeah. you can't let go of that narrative now after they just gave this dude the richest deal in franchise history and the payroll is up to 140 million dollars
7: sure. and i don't want to stick on payroll too much like it's honestly it's a dead end conversation but if we're talking about
3: whether or not somebody is cheap that is cert- that is certainly one place to look well, And there the are payroll two things. is now 140 million dollars there are two things i mean they just
7: got done paying joe mauer 184 million dollars and the problem that I've had with the their cheap crowd is they said they're cheap and Mauer's overpaid. Yeah, I hate them both for that but, reason.
4: But I think it was fair to ask until last night: Did the front office understand the, the position that they had put themselves into? Right beyond salary, right? And and I had my doubts. Sure, I had my doubts. I'm sorry, Rich Hill is nothing more to me than a. If he is successful when Rich Hill can come back and pitch in June or July, it's a cherry on top. That's great. But that's not a signing where I say, okay, I see what you're doing here. Last night's the first time, beyond payroll, last night's the first time that Falvian Levine to me made a move that said, okay, you do get this. Like you do, see where you're at you here. do get that you put together and constructed. And to your credit, largely, I believe, you've constructed a roster that has a chance here. And I'm not just talking a chance to win the American League Central again. I get
3: that. I'm talking a roster that has a chance to actually go to the playoffs and win again. Do you guys think that public perception at least played some some part in why they decided to pay Josh Donaldson what they ultimately paid him? Because of what Judd just talked about, you have a team that finally delivered... In terms of what happened in the standings, that obviously translated into more people in the stands, more people watching, more people listening, more money. And it it was it wasn't a fan base that was necessarily sold and all in that this was going to be the norm again. And maybe we're kind of waiting, sitting back and going, "Okay, what are you what are you going to do for me now? That was fun. That was good. But what are you going to do for me now? Do you think the twins and the front office felt some pressure from a public perception standpoint to make some kind of splash this offseason and keep those people engaged?
7: Yes, I do. And I think that answer might surprise some people. Um, I don't think Derek Falvey sits there and worries about what this tweeter thinks. Mm -hmm. I don't don't think he spends any time worrying about that. But I do think that the people that Falvey works with and for have to have at least a part of an eye on it. You know, because, like, ultimately, what are you trying to run? A business. Mm -hmm. And it's an entertainment business. And you don't make all of your money from people streaming your games on MLB.tv. You make some of it from signage in the ballparks. You make it from sweet sales to rich companies in the Twin Cities area. Mm -hmm. right? All kinds of stakeholders that, whether you like it or not, you work for them. I mean, it's public enterprise. That's how this works. So I think the people that Falvey and Levine work with and for care very much about that public perception and would then extend. They might be... More apt to say, Rami, instead of being like, hey, why don't you, why don't you win a bunch of games and be competitive? And just, could you, could you keep it to like 105, maybe 110 million dollars in a pop year? And I think that they'd be more likely, if things are going really well and business is good, which it is right now in Major League Baseball, I can tell you that, to then say, hey, you know what? Like, we still got to be responsible here because we're trying to make money. I'm not trying to go in debt to fund your entertainment, but. Let's uh, let's stretch this a little bit. If you guys think you're ready to rock, go ahead. Let's play ball a little bit. And you've seen that because they've greenlit some big contract offers. This is the first one, really, that the Twins have have hit on. I think that Does that make sense? I felt like I was rambling a little
4: yeah, bit. Yeah, no, I, I think it, it makes sense. And I think it's a mul I think it's a multi-
3: you can ramble and make sense. Answer. It's possible. Sorry, Jeff, it, go ahead. That's my brand.
7: <laughs> Radio
4: too, man. <laughs> T V you ramble, it cuts you yeah, off. Yeah. Com- TV <laughs> that that's a tighter cell bite. They just go to commercial. We don't. <laughs> Let's um, pot him down. So I think that the the answer, Rami, to your question is multi-tiered here because I do think, you know, right now, my guess is the phone lines at Target Field are going pretty good. Ours are ours are, ours up are like Ours are going a pretty good right now. Now, do I think that Derek and Thad think about how can we sell tickets? No, I don't. But I do think that that the business people probably say We're, we do want to spend something because that helps us. I promise
7: you, but, he sits in meetings where people talk about but
4: it. But I keep
7: saying this, and I do
4: think it's important too. I think this is an incredibly important message to the guys in the clubhouse because if you're Nelson Cruz, you're no kid. You're sitting there being like, okay, we were on a really good team last year and you're not doing anything really. Rich Hill, he's older than me. Um, Homer Bailey, well, okay, I'm not excited. No, but but I think that that from their standpoint, too, this is an incredibly important message to your players, too, to say, oh, no, we are in. A, we're, we're with you here. Because a guy like Cruz or a guy like Odo or a guy like Brios, who quite frankly I think thinks the team is cheap, those guys are like, oh, this is awesome. This yeah. is good. Yeah. So I think it's an important message to get to your fan base from a business standpoint for sure. But I also think that from a clubhouse standpoint, this is important too. Because up sure. until last night, I think you were probably saying, "If you played for this team, I wonder if we're going to do anything." It's a good point.
3: Last night you did something. Six five one six four six eight two five five. Get in on Score North Live, Pete in St. Paul. You're on fifteen hundred. <laughs> What's up,
1: Pete?
9: I I just don't. It's a solid move, but it's not a move. This isn't a piece that we needed. We won how many games last year? 105. We roll in the Yankee Stadium, and they shut our bats down. And I I also, you know, I don't think it makes us an absolute clear-cut leader for the the Central Division. I mean, keep in mind – Cleveland still has num- three number ones pitching for them, Clevenger, Beaver, and Carrasco. We don't have anybody in that league, anybody, and I mean, and that includes um, Berrios. We, we got nobody like those three. So, yeah, it's solid. I just would have rather seen the money go towards starting pitching because that's where we hit the wall. Against the Yankees last year in the playoffs, we we had no answer. Appreciate the and call. We had a, and we had we hit a ton of home runs last year, and it did not help us.
3: Pete, appreciate the call, man. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Pete. Yeah, I don't I don't think this well, is a finished product. Nah, dude, but you you
7: scored all those runs, you hit all those home runs, and in the three games in the playoffs, you scored seven. Right. You telling me you wouldn't have liked to have another bat? Maybe a three run bomb in there at some point? Yeah. You'd want that, can swing a game, can swing a series. But the point on pitching, like, that's what I said at the beginning when we were talking about Garrett Cole. Would you rather have Garrett Cole or Josh Donaldson? Garrett Cole. Would you rather have Josh Donaldson or no Josh Donaldson, right? That's where they're at right now. There isn't a starting pitcher out there that could remotely impact your team on the free agent wire in the same way that Josh Donaldson can. That's what this is down to. They tried to give that money to Zach Wheeler, right? Right. We read the reports about their big, strong offer to Zach Wheeler. Hey, we can fix this guy, bring him in, be a top-of-the-rotation arm. All right, didn't work. He picked the Phillies. He got rich. Good for him.
3: What's next? You can either pout about it, or you can go do something to make your team better. And I I know not everybody is going to be where I'm at with with Falvey and Levine, but in in the year-plus that I've been here... They've sort of earned some benefit of the doubt with me to to some level, based on what I've seen them do with this organization and and the background research that I did in after I got this job. They've they've really impressed me and earned some benefit of the doubt with me that if if they've deemed, although I wanted all those guys that Derek just mentioned, Wheeler, Bumgarner, you name the pitcher that was out there this offseason, the impact pitcher, and I wanted them, but. I, I trust their evaluation process that if they've made the judgment that Wheeler wasn't worth the deal, he ultimately ended up getting Bumgarner, whoever, Keikel, whoever you want to mention wasn't worth the deal. Then I, I trust their evaluation and that they're going to wait to strike with the right guy at the right price. I'm okay with that. And if upgrading the offense and defense in the process is, is sort of the bridge to get you there to, to be in a position that you're, leading or at least in close contention for this division in July and you go get that big splash pitcher then or sometime before then I'm totally okay with that. Why would you ever be against getting better? Why would you like let's say the the Twins offense is the best offense you've ever seen. Why wouldn't you want it to be better? Cuz it proves you wrong from from what uh, what your theory was sure. be, because I
4: mean that that's what I'm hearing is that fans who are upset at the twins are going to be upset at the twins, no matter what they do. And I I think that people are just, that they've hung on to their narrative about the twins for so long that it's very difficult for them to say, okay, this might be changing. I might be wrong. I mean, Falvey, And Levine at the trade deadline and up until yesterday frustrated me greatly because they built this product that I think is pretty good. And I said, but it still needs more. And they went and got more. Now, is it the exact move that I personally would would have made if I was in their shoes? Probably not. But it still improves your team. I can't sit here and bang the table and say, ah, this is not going to help you at all. You basically did what everyone's been begging you to do. You gave a contract to a guy who's 34 and you're fully acknowledging that the end of that contract might not be good, but it's worth it to do it now. So I can't be... Now, if you don't go get a pitcher and we're to August 1st, let's talk again. Okay, let's reconvene and talk again. And I'm sure we will, hopefully. But at that point, you know, but until then, you've made a step that's important here. And if this allows you now to to have a lineup that's so strong that in your mind, and I think this might be the case, Rosario can be traded as part of a package. I don't think you're going to get a great pitcher for him, but I do think he could be part of that package then you have made a move that makes sense. You've strengthened your defense. Again, how important he, but despite all the protest from Rocco and the Twins, that defense was not acceptable. And now the left side of your infield is a lot better. Yes. Your first baseman hopefully yep. is good. I don't know yet, but anyway, <laughs> we'll but see. but it's the right but DVD. it's the right move, right? So Your first baseman will hit home runs. So it is this absolutely the perfect day and the perfect move? And I, I don't know what it might not be. I can't
7: get not being excited about this but if right. you're a Twins fan right now. Yes. <laughs>
4: it's like when the Vikings signed Cousins. Was that the perfect move? I don't know, but you're but you're trying to help yourself. And most
7: are, by the way. I know we see on social media the part that's mad, and I don't want to dwell on that. I would say not more than 90% of Twins fans woke up today feeling pretty chipper. Yep.
2: Above and this their is, team. And this is more than just a solid move. This, oh, is yeah. a, this is a significant This is a splash move. move. This is a damn good baseball player that, with the exception of 2018, is pretty durable, pretty productive with his bat and with his glove.
3: I'm, I've been peppering in some of the stats about Josh Donaldson throughout the show. To echo what, what Manny just said, among all right-handed hitters to play in at least 500 games over the past five years, Donaldson ranked 6th in OPS. Of every right-handed hitter in the league... Who's played over the last five years? He's sixth in OPS. Tell me that's not a splash move. Got a tweet here from me which echoes what I'm saying. <laughs>
7: Hold on, unpack that for a second.
3: His Twitter name is me. Oh, okay. And he right. echoes what I, Rami Makhlouf, am saying. He <laughs> says, I feel snug. Love the signing, but let me just add this. This lineup is built to win now or in two to three years, but your pitching is not with this signing. If you really mean to contend, I would expect to trade for a pitcher. And that's kind of what I'm saying, is that this is this is the bridge that gets you to the precipice. It's You still need that move that puts you over the top. That's how I feel about Josh Donaldson. Let's go to uh, Howard. You're on Score North Live. What's, What's up, up, Howard? Howard?
10: Well, thank you for taking my call. I'm calling from Jerusalem, Israel. Wow. Awesome. And <clears throat> I'm a long-time Twins fan. I grew up in Minnesota. And I, when you talk about how much better the team is getting Josh Donaldson, I also want to say that um, our uh, nobody's mentioned Gonzalez. He becomes a much better player yep. when he doesn't have to take first base or third base. And so it even makes the lineup even stronger because he can fit in anywhere he needs to. The other thing I want to say is about the lineup, that this lineup is so strong. Who are you going to give a walk to in order to um, not not face that uh, strength? The next person is going to be just as tough. right? And so that's an amazing thing. I was looking at all the Josh Donaldson YouTubes today, as many as I could find, and one of them that I found was a uh, Josh Donaldson Gets Mad, and one of the scenes that they showed was a pitch from our own Glenn Perkins. Yes, and when you get a chance, you might want to ask him if he remembers that. Because oh, he remembers. He remembers.
3: It. he remembers. He's he's told the story, and I'm sure it'll come up again. Score on uh, our Twitter account. Glenn is right in. Now. Glenn is in tomorrow for another Twins show. Right? Not Derek? sure about that one. Okay, we're trying to lock down Glenn for a Twins show tomorrow. Howard, thanks for the call, man. If you see any Macloffs walking around, tell him Rami said what's up. Okay. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, thanks for
7: Dave. yeah. Thanks for listening. I was cool. <laughs> Didn't expect that call. That's pretty
3: awesome. Uh, he's right.
7: Marwin Gonzalez is more valuable as a super utility guy than is your everyday third baseman or is your everyday first baseman. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a great point. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to, we'll ask Glenn about that because mm-hmm. he definitely remembers the interaction in which Josh Donaldson hit a very long foul ball off of it's a number 15 story. at Target Field. It's one, it's, it's it was, one,
3: it's one worth telling again.
7: It is such a good story. <laughs> It's hilarious. He's by the way, I'm not going to put words in his mouth, but I'm suspecting that he's excited about this signing. But like he's Perkins? not like, oh man, we might have to confront each other. Nah, man.
3: I think they hashed out the All Star game. that year, right? Yeah, that's right. Those things usually almost never carry on off the field, do they? When guys have a little little back and forth I on know, the baseball man. field, I, don't I know, know sometimes man. a guy'll cross a line or it's personal. As for they some say, other reason. John, this is high level competitive stuff. Well, Glenn was right too.
4: Josh stood there and admired a long foul. I love ball. it, man. I mean, I love it in 2020. Foul, by but the way. I love the fact that Glenn said, get back in the box. I love hit. it
7: from both of them. Yeah. Like both of their interactions,
4: well, like,
2: oh, that's why you're a stud big leaguer. Give me all the pettiness. I love it.
4: Yes. And, and Josh Donaldson is wound tight, but I think in this clubhouse, it'll go fine. Rocco laid back, and there is no question Cruz runs the clubhouse. So there's no dynamic here of young players being overwhelmed by Donaldson's um, wound tightness? because Cruz runs things. He's
7: a 3rd assistant hitting coach. He's two hitting coaches, Edgar Varela and Rudy Hernandez. Anyone who uh, wants to
4: hit a ground ball, just talk to Josh. (laughs) Josh will tell you, you don't get paid for hitting ground
3: balls in this league. Those are out. Tony tweets at Derek Wetmore, at Jay Zolgad, at Score North, says the Donaldson signing is huge, pushes Snow over to first, and improves right side of infield defense. Maybe improves Polanco's fielding with less ground to cover. Now, though, turning prospects into a front-end starter has to happen you can sure. tweet us at skor north as well you can also give us a call 651-646-8255 like uh mike did mike you're on score north live what's up
8: hey guys how you doing
3: great mike how are you well,
8: see uh you just kind of hit on my my point i was going to try to bring up which which is on the prospect so a bunch of you are probably all you know tied into what what our system's got or you know what we don't have in the pitching side but Is there a, you know, IE, another, you know, Brio, you know, down there, maybe waiting to come up, you know, this year because of Pineda being out and, you know, who knows about Hill. I mean, you got a couple guys that may not pitch very well. Who knows what the heck you're going to get. Um, so when it comes to pitching, are they just kind of waiting to see? Maybe there's someone down there. I haven't looked, you know, you know, myself, but I'm just kind of curious. Have you guys, do you guys know or, you know, L E V You know that guy. Does he know? Does, yeah, does our guys know if there's anything coming up that could excite the fan base? You know, for myself because I haven't gone to a game. I used to play ball in high school, you know, 20 years ago, but yeah. I was a pitcher, and I hate going to games now. And you get thinning <laughs> and we give up four runs. Yeah. So I, I'm just kind of curious as a fan to invest my you know money for entertainment and to go down there and you know fight parking and all that fun stuff. Yeah, man, um, I feel you. You know, if I don't see that as a fan, I'm going to stay home and probably turn it off.
7: I feel you. Mike, appreciate the call, call man. What do you guys think? Let us us answer answer the question. Thanks. Yeah, dude, thanks for the call. And uh, there are some on the come, but I wouldn't say that it's like uh, they're not waiting for Clayton Kershaw to surface in July, Uh, at least not in 2020. I don't think that's part of the plan. But the way I view it, guys, and not to be too long-winded here, but they got Barrios, they got Oda Rizzi, they got Homer Bailey. Eventually, Pineda comes back, probably mid-May. Eventually, Rich Hill is there. You've got some depth in guys like uh, Devin Smeltzer, Randy. Bruce Domhnik. Dar's
4: outlook for 2020. Do you think so like- I
7: wrote about Bruce Star the other day because yeah. I think that's part of the solution. I think you have him as sort of a—I call him a switcher. Uh, it's not an opener. It's not a starter. It's not a reliever. He's just a guy who can jump around and pitch innings for you. Are you making up terms yourself? Yes, now? I made it up.
3: Yep, I like it. It's not bad.
7: Because as you guys learned in Intellectual Property last week from the uh, the IP lawyer, right?
3: If mm-hmm. I say it on the radio, it's trademarked pretty much, right. right? That's why we are currently in a lawsuit with Mike Greenberg. Get
11: up! <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. How ugly has so, that gotten?
3: Uh, not very far, just okay. Not very far at all. In fact, uh, pretty much stopped after that phone call.
7: Yeah, it stopped after we talked so about the it. So right the switcher's
4: going to do what do you think He's going to come in.
7: Let's say he starts the fourth game of the season. And I don't know if he's going to pitch one inning or if he's going to pitch five innings. And then a week from that day, he's available to come out of the bullpen, too. Randy Dobnik opens the game and Brewster's in there for the second inning through the sixth inning. So you have basically a rotation at one spot in your rotation. Um, Two spots, actually. Really? Uh, You're trying it out until Pineda gets there. you got three starting pitchers in the traditional sense. I'm not going to get too long-winded about this, but that's another show for another time. The guys that are on the come to the caller's question would be Brewster Gratterol, Mm -hmm. would be guys that we saw last year like Randy Dobnik, Devin Smeltzer. I still think they think highly of Lewis Thorpe, even though it was rocky in the big leagues last year. And then this guy that you hear all the time, Jordan Balazovic, or however you say his name, we still haven't nailed that down. But he is a stud-pitching prospect that has the potential to be a top-end kind of guy. I wouldn't count on that for the 2020 World Series, necessarily, but I do think that they really like the arms that they have down there.
3: Hey, did you guys see the tweet from one Tyler Duffy yesterday upon the news that Josh Donaldson signed with the Twins? Stop it. I saw the tweet and saw the game. I saw
7: this... I blocked Tyler Duffy and reported him for spam.
3: Said I think it's time to put a roof on Target Field. He just forgot the hashtag. The hashtag put a roof on. I it. think but at I Tyler Duffy on I Twitter have, might just be your burner. Account. I haven't. No, he's he's verified. He's got the blue check mark and everything. Oh, I that's, thought you, were that's, you, that's you Tyler it Duffy, didn't you, Rami. He no, you hacked his account. I <laughs> actually have.
4: <a laughs> I thought you were t- talking about the fact that, that he also referred to his first start, which came against the Blue Jays at Rogers Center, and oh, he and gave up home one. runs like Donaldson, Encarnacion, Batista. My dog. Everyone's hitting home runs. I mean, I
3: kind of knew I had I had twins players in the movement, and they put a roof on it. Movement. It's, it's good. It's good to have confirmation. The bringer of rain means you now. can't do it. That's and that was the question I asked in response to Tyler Duffy's tweet. If the rain is coming from inside the stadium, it's like the call is coming from inside the house. Does a roof, I don't think you can, that, I don't think a roof will stop We call it. that place Miller Park. <laughs> 651. <five>, <laughs> six, Where four, it just six, rains eight, inside because they're eight, two, all drunk in Wisconsin. Five, five, if you want to get in on Score North Live. Finn, Dan, the rest of you on hold, hang right there. We will get to your calls, your thoughts on Josh Donaldson throughout our number two of Score North Live on 1500, ScoreNorth.com, Score North mobile app, streaming live on Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook right now.
4: Mackey and
11: Judd with Rami.
3: That's what Flex
4: said to his credit after the Wisconsin game. He's like, we're not going back.
11: He's one of the best college football coaches so, in the country. He turned Western Michigan around. Okay, prove it in a big conference. Okay. Now he didn't take over a, a, like a Rutgers level garbage program, but he took over a mediocre program. And three years in, three years in, they are legitimately one of the 15 best programs. In the country right now.
0: Mackie and Judd with Rami on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Score North on AM 1500 KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. 94.5 KSTP FM, St. Paul, HD2. And on ScoreNorth.com. TCL is a proud sponsor.
11: Hey there, it's Phil Mackie for Federated Mutual Insurance Company. And Federated is here to give business owners out there peace of mind. You pour your life and energy into a business and the last thing you want is for something to happen that puts you on the defense, and that's where Federated comes in. Based in Owatonna, Minnesota, over a century of experience in standing behind business owners. If you're a business owner and you want some more peace of mind, go to federatedinsurance.com to find out more about your local federated marketing representative. Federated Insurance, it's their business to protect yours.
0: Hot takes. North. Cool. ScoreNorth.com.
11: Mackie and Judd with Rami.
4: That's what Fleck said, to his credit, after the Wisconsin game. He's like, we're not going back.
11: He's one of the best college football coaches in the country. He turned Western Michigan around. Okay, prove it in a big conference. Okay. Now he didn't take over like a Rutgers-level garbage program, but he took over a mediocre program, and three years in, three years in, they are legitimately one of the 15 best programs in the country right now.
0: Mackie and Judd with Rami on Score ScoreNorth and ScoreNorth.com. Score North on AM 1500 KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. 94.5 KSTP FM St. Paul HD2 and on ScoreNorth.com. TCL
3: is a proud sponsor. Streaming live Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook is how you can find us. And if you're new to Score North, I know we've picked up a few new listeners this week between the uh, big Vikings loss and the Josh Donaldson signing. Welcome. We appreciate you. You can hear more of it on the Score North app. It's me, Rami Makhlouf, and a rotating panel of Score North personalities as my co-host. Right back to the phones, Derek. Let's do it. Yeah, I want to hear from the people. Let's go to Dan. Dan, you're on Score North Live. What's up, buddy?
8: Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Dan. Um,
6: um First of all, I'm excited for the Josh, Josh Donaldson signing. Um, I was wondering, uh, is there any trade? we could do to get a pitcher. I mean if our pitchers are not really pitching very good at all. Is there a signing I mean a trade that we can do?
3: Dan appreciate appreciate could, the call. I th- I think that yeah. I think that there are probably guys out there right now, Derek. I don't know exactly who those guys would be. More guys will come available as the season is played out and teams with pitchers probably with expiring or close to expiring contracts will become available. Yeah and we've seen more
7: trades in the last couple of years, too, of those guys that have, like, you know, one and a half, right? So you get them for the stretch run, the postseason, and then all of next year. Um, Those guys can move, and and it's not just the quote-unquote rental players that move anymore. But, yeah, I mean, of course there are trades out there. It's It's going to be the same thing as free agency, right? They always say, yeah, we want to add good players. Depends on the price. They're going to say the exact same thing, except in this case, the price is prospects. Right. I don't know if that move will happen. By the way, before spring training, I'm cool with this pitching staff. Roll into the year, you're AL Central
3: favorites. I wasn't until they signed Josh Donaldson. I know you made that very clear. I've I've made I I I did this math for listeners last year on the Score North Twins show. Throughout the twin season, um, the more runs you score. The more runs you can give up, hold on, and still win baseball games, I, d- I double and triple check my math on this, Derek. I'm trying to keep up with it. It's no, it's absolutely, it's it's true. It's abs- I mean, I'll, t- I'll take you at your word, but it's, I just—it's a complicated algorithm. Manny and I worked it out between the two of us. We had a big chalkboard with just equations covering it like wallpaper, but ultimately we came to the conclusion, mathematically, that the more runs you score. The more runs you can give up and still win baseball games, okay? It's a mathematical fact.
2: All right, and and I think you guys can correct me if I'm wrong mm-hmm. on this. I think if you score more runs than the other team, yes, you win. Right? That's right, Booger McFarland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just. I saw. I, you I, I about might that. be crazy. I might be crazy. You see the yeah, you see the uh, booger's burner, uh, Manny.
3: I love booger's Rami burner. just retweeted. Booger's it. burner is one of the best Twitter follows that you're gonna find. Oh, I gotta <laughs> look this up. It's just a guy. It's just a guy pointing out the absolute obvious, as Booger McFarland tends to do, or tended to do in his one year. Oh, and as, it's, it's
2: it's the picture of him sitting in that. Yeah, he's, he's always sitting at the Booger the Mobile and
3: he replied, <laughs> the latest The latest tweet from Booger's burner, if you don't follow him, was replying to the Panthers announcing that Luke Keekley had retired and it's Booger, the picture is Booger sitting in the Booger Mobile looking right at the camera and he says, since he is retiring, he will no longer be playing in the NFL. <laughs> that's something Booger would say. That is absolutely something oh, 100% that Booger would say. But I'm sorry, I interrupted you no, no. talking about the pitching staff. Hey, man, it's all good. I get distracted. Weekday is noon to two. That is that is the show. <laughs> That's
7: what they should call it. That is Robbie, the show. In Robbie. fact, we interrupt this distraction to
3: talk sports for a second. Robbie gets distracted and goes off on some stupid tangent. Weekday so, is noon to two.
7: The caller's asking about, like, is there a trade? And I'm cool with, if even, by the way, you know this about me, Robbie. Since we met, mm-hmm. my, which was about a year ago. My stance has been: this is a pretty good Twins team. They got the bones of a good baseball team. They got some prospects. That farm system's starting to get a little bit stocked. The Twins are entering a World Series window, and in World Series windows, you don't try to be a kind of good team in a bad division. You try to win your division, hold advantages throughout the postseason, and lay waste to your enemies in October. Right. It's ruthless. That's what that's what World Series attitude is. So, as a guy pointing at myself with that World Series attitude from the Twins' perspective, I'm still cool going into the season with this starting rotation. With its current build, this pitching staff is good enough to have you there in the driver's seat in July. Obviously, a lot of things have to go right. That's That's a given. That always is the case. In a Major League Baseball season, Rami. But I don't look at this and say, man, they are a they are a Garrett Cole short of winning the Central. I think they're AL Central favorites
3: right now, even if Homer Bailey is starting your third game of the season. Got a tweet here from Nate. He says, what do we think about pitchers like Duffy Dobnak and Smelter, who did great in the regular season but struggled a bit in the postseason? Hopefully they rebound. Small sample small sample size. It's a good offense,
7: obviously. You're going up against the Yankees, but like I'm counting on Tyler Duffy to be one of the best pitchers on this staff.
3: Mm-hmm. So I'm with I'm right there
7: with you when it comes to Duffy. I feel who are the names given because I feel a little bit differently about every pitcher Duffy,
3: Dobnick and the Smeltzer.
7: So Dobnick's interesting. I think Dobnick can be like kind of a back end starter sort of a guy in the you're going to cringe when I say this, but like in the Kyle Gibson mold of good arm talent. Gets a ton of ground balls, so he's not going to give up too many home runs, especially now that Josh Donaldson's on his team. And, you know, give you some innings. Uh, that's, a, that's a heavy ball he throws, as they say. He gets a lot of grounders. Smelter is, Smelter is interesting. He had some really good matchups. Uh, that Brewers game was kind of his coming out party, and that was a, it's a really fun story, aside from also being a good pitcher. Um, but, yeah, I put those guys in different categories. Tyler Duffy, bona fide horse for me. Like, he, he's going to be somebody I lean on, and I say, minimum 70 innings in 2020, and I want you to keep that ERA under two. Could you do that for me? That's what I would ask him if I was Rocco Baldelli. I
3: know Dobnak opened some eyes. In I'd that, be polite and, about it, but that that I'd, I'd, I'd ask last him. Year, I'm, every time I see a guy, and I, I had to I had to caution people against this time and time again in Milwaukee because it seemed like they had a different guy in this mold every year, especially in Craig Councils. In Craig Councils, they there with his pitching coaches were really really good. Yeah. There'd be some dude who was like in his 30s who had a long and winding road to the major leagues. Tell me if this sounds familiar. Finds his way there, has a stretch of success and I, and every time like Junior Garage, Jolie Chassin, guys like that. Yeah, I was thinking of Chassin. And every time Wade Miley was another one. I would good go, name. "Guys, usually if you're as good as these guys look, you made it to the majors a long time ago. There there's something here. That people are going to figure out, and this isn't going to last. Enjoy it while it lasts, and it's great that they're doing good things for your baseball team. But I, I don't think this road is very long. I think there's a dead end somewhere coming up here in the near future, and that's kind of how I feel about Randy Dobnak. You, it doesn't take you that long to get to the majors, and I don't, I don't say this to be demeaning at all. But you're not an Uber driver. Because you're a really
7: great pitcher, you no, you're an Uber driver because teams are exploiting minor league unpaid talent.
3: <laughs> okay, fair, fair enough. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like if Randy Domnick was as good as he looked in that stretch, it wouldn't have taken him this long. He no, he changed. He wouldn't have the story that he had.
7: He changed as a pitcher. He added that I think it's like a little one seam, just little drop sinker ball that team guys guys can't get under and lift it out of the park, so they don't do big damage. What did Josh Donaldson tell us? If you're a 10 year old playing baseball and your coach tells you to get on top of the ball and hit a ground ball, what did Josh Donaldson tell us? Manny, can you tell us? Can you let us hear
3: what Josh Donaldson told us about that? Actually, I think I have it right here. No, I don't. All right. Let's go to one uh, of the best radio segments we've ever done. (laughs) I'm just
10: saying, you can't get killed with the long ball if guys can't get it out of the infield. I
3: got it right here.
5: If I'm a 10 year old kid at home, give me something to go out and. Okay. I'll tell you, if you're 10 years old and your coach says get on top of the ball, tell them no.
7: <laughs> New twin, Josh Donaldson.
5: <laughs> because in the big leagues, these things that they call ground balls are outs. Yeah, they don't pay. They don't pay you for ground balls. They pay
7: you for doubles. They pay you for homers. Know who they pay for ground balls? Pitchers. Ground ball pitchers, and that's Randy Dobnik to me. So I'm not I'm not ready to cast him off as a, he was a one-hit wonder, mm-hmm. but also it'd be fair to say, and I'd... I'd probably say this if he was sitting right in this room with us, too. The Twins' aspiration should be him not starting in Game 2 of the ALDS. Yeah. I mean, point That blank. spot is too like, big for him. Like, he should be on the ALDS roster if he's the guy who we saw last year. But the reason they went out and made some of these moves, and they you brought he, back Michael Pineda.
3: You think he can be that guy we saw last year consistently Well, like for, an ex, for an extended period of time? Or sheesh. something something close to that.
7: If he's that guy, look out. Like he's going to be in an all-star game, so
3: no, I don't think he's okay. Let me rephrase my question: Do you think? Are you convinced? Do you strongly believe that Randy Dobnak can be what you just described? He should have been last year, a guy who's in your rotation on that divisional roster. What if he's but not your number two? What if he's like mid-career Homer Bailey?
7: Right, he's a like, he's a guy, and he's like you. He... If you're running a fantasy baseball team, you might not jump across his name very early on, but if you're in the big leagues and you you know, everybody's got fourteen hundred, fifteen hundred innings to fill and you want to fill them as bestly as best as you possibly can, yeah, I think he's one of those guys. He's gonna soak up some innings this year. And not in the innings eater type of way, just in the
3: this dude's gonna get outs in the big leagues. I, I firmly believe that in okay. two thousand twenty. All right. I'm not as sold as you are on Randy Dobnak. I hope I'm wrong. Seems like a great dude and no, good don't. for the twins. I really do. You fin- always hope you're. I'm, right. like, I'm like some people. I I sometimes do hope I'm wrong, and I'm willing to admit it when I am. Talking to you, cheap polehead people. Finn, Saint Paul. You're on Score North Live. What's up, Finn? Finn. Hey, Finn. You there? Finster. Finn? No? All right, no, Finn. You can get in at 651 646 8255, or you can tweet us at SKORNorth. And we are, Derek, you and I, over the last hour and 14 minutes, it's pretty clear we are on board with the Josh Donaldson signing, and we think it makes him a better baseball team. Bombas, bombas, bombas. I I said this salvages the season. But we do have to sort of consider the, the other, the other side of the coin. And you brought this up. I had actually just saw this stat right before you emailed it to me this morning in our, uh, email, our, our prep show exchange. Yes, we prep. Donaldson's four year deal is the second largest in baseball history for a player who is 33 or older. It was the, uh, Dodgers who gave Kevin Brown 105 million over seven years back in 1998. That's the only deal richer for a baseball player 33 years or older in the history of Major League Baseball, they sort of struck gold with Nelson Cruz once. Can they do that twice with Josh Donaldson? Not that he's 39. He's not at the stage in his career that Nelson Cruz is. But that gamble that this guy is going to continue to put up the numbers that he's put up despite the fact that he's in, he's in the latter part of his career. Well, it's
7: a gamble. I mean, point blank. That's why he's not getting the same money that an Anthony Rendon is getting. Right, both star third baseman. I mean, Nolan is a star third baseman. Um Donaldson might be a better hitter even than that guy, but that's the risk. I mean, that's 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 the bet that you're making if you're the twins. You're saying, Hey, you're gonna be good for our team in two thousand twenty. But we can't acquire you if we just pay you two thousand twenty money. Which then now we start going on down the road, and you learn, okay, so if it's a four-year deal. Okay, we can start talking about fifth-year player option, or uh, sorry, team option to get this contract a little bit richer, a little bit sweeter for the player side and, and control some risk for the team. Once you get into that kind of range, I'm guessing you get your whole baseball ops department together and say like, hey, guys, researchers, uh, biomechanics people. What do, you, what do we think that Josh Donaldson's going to be three years from now? And are we willing to pay, you know, 23 mil a pop for him? Are we willing to make this guy the new annual salary, Joe Maurer? Do we think that he's going to still be a contributing member of this club at 36? And clearly, the answer from the Twins' perspective is yes. I think it is a risk, Rami, that you're signing a guy who's 33 going to be 34. But I think that he's going to be so good for this team in 2020 and then they think he, he'll age gracefully. Otherwise, you don't get in the business of four-year deals with a team option. They're taking a risk. I, for everyone who criticizes the Twins for being risk-averse, this is a big contract for a dude in his mid-30s.
3: And I, I so. think you're saying what I'm saying. Basically, the gamble, the risk, isn't that he'll still be good and worth this contract age 37 or even age 36. It's that he'll be worth it and and maybe and then some. At a in age thirty four and thirty five, that anything that you get age thirty six and thirty seven is the cherry on top. That you already you basically got what you what you what you paid for. Your gamble paid off. If you get what Josh Donaldson has consistently done over the last five years, if he does something close to that for the next two years, yeah. gamble
7: paid off. And I think there's another point to mention here is that um, on the Score North Twin Show, I think this one was podcast only. Don't know that it ever made it to these fine airwaves. I How had dare they? Matthew Trueblood of Baseball Prospectus came on last week. And if you haven't heard this podcast and you're listening to this twin show, listen to that. Go just subscribe to the twin show wherever you find it. It's called Score North Twin Show, S K O R. Find the one about Josh Donaldson over Chris Bryant. Because Matthew Trueblood laid it out really, really well. Sorry, Rami, that Josh Donaldson is a preferable target to Chris Bryant, not only because of what it would take to get him money versus prospects, but secondly, because he doesn't think this aging thing is going to hit Donaldson the same way it does everybody. Like we could say the same thing about Nelson Cruz. I'm not saying that everybody can defy what we think of as the aging curve. Right, Rami, that all else equal talent being exactly the same. Mm -hmm. You'd rather have a 28 year old than a 38 year old. Trueblood's point, and it's a good one, was, but it's not always the same. Talent matters. Talent wins. I'll take a talented, if I'm trying to win this year, a talented 38-year-old, if I trust his production for this season, over a no-talent 28-year-old. Age isn't the the big predictor of success. And I thought his his final point was a really, really strong one. The Twins don't have to look far for guys of this hitter type who can defy what we think of as a conventional aging curves. Nelson Cruz is 39, and he was captain of the Bomba Squad last year. So if Donaldson can age even kind of like that for Cruz, and then maybe it comes down from being like a gold-glove caliber third baseman to like just a good third baseman to okay third baseman to maybe he plays first base on the final year of this. I don't know.
3: And I know I brought this up in the first hour, but I think that's especially the people who are screaming for pitching. And I'm. I still think they need an upgrade in their starting rotation at some time this season. But again, it's about run prevention. You just upgraded your defense at third base, and you upgraded your offense in in the spot Josh Donaldson will occupy yeah. in the lineup by by sliding Snow over. You've you've improved your run prevention with Josh Donaldson and. You've improved your offense as well. Check this out.
2: Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Manny. Well, no, I was just going to say it's kind of like how it relates to the Vikings in that everybody right now is screaming for offensive line help for the Vikings because you need a guard, you need a guard, you need a tackle, you need a tackle. Yes, you do, but if the Vikings go out and draft a cornerback in the draft, that's going to help them because they need that too. Right. I mean, you, you just have to... You, you have to try and make your roster as good as you possibly can. It's not just go get pitching. Yes, they do need pitching. But this, bringing him in, this also helps you. It yes. also helps you. Totally.
7: So check this out, though. Like You talk about the pitching, Manny. You've brought it up a couple times, Rami. We've had a few callers call in and say, what are the trades that are available because they need need pitching right now? And I'm not going to like run from that argument. We could talk about that all day. we got plenty of time talking Josh Donaldson to the Twins on a record free agent contract for this franchise. But I think about it this way. On paper, the starting rotation of the pitching staff at Hull, let's say pitching staff at Hull in 2020, is better right now, today, than it was going into 2019. That's my opinion. That's my belief. 2020 pitching staff, better. Now you look at the lineup. Who left? CJ Krohn? Jonathan Scope? Who am I missing?
3: I think that's pretty much it as far as major players on last year's cast. Who's
7: coming in from that lineup that I just mentioned, opening day? Luis Araiz Mm -hmm. is coming in. We saw what he was last year. Well done, by the way. Thank you. Our services are no longer needed. I've been practicing. You Mm -hmm. you just surround yourself with great people. That's what I always say. Roll their R's and eventually you pick it up. Right. And then you're trading, basically, C.J. Krohn's bat for Josh Donaldson. By the way, C.J. Krohn was injured for a lot of last year, so I'm not saying that's his true talent. I'm just saying what you got from C.J. Krohn is now replaced from the bringer of rain, Josh Donaldson. So I think you'd look at this on paper and say, the lineup is better, too. Yeah, Okay. absolutely. If the pitching staff is better and the lineup is better, this is a better baseball team on paper to start 2020 than it was to start 2019. And in 2019, they won 101
3: games. As far as the offensive comparison of him to CJ Krohn, and, and you're right. We don't know if that's who Krohn is. Moving forward, because of the thumb injury, that that will sap your power. But if we're just talking about the improvement over what was in that spot in the Twins lineup last year compared to what it is this year, his bat was worth about 30 runs over Krohn's bat last year, according to data from Fangraph. Really? 30 runs difference between Krohn's bat last year and Josh Donaldson. Let's say there is a drop-off in Josh Donaldson from last year, 25 runs. Sure. Better than what you were in CJ Crohn's spot in the lineup good, last year. Right? Yeah, I think I think, that's I, good. I think more runs. Going back to our study that we did earlier, Manny. <laughs> I think more runs is yeah. is better. I think that's I think that's what we've determined. Let's go to Tommy. You're on Score North Live. What's up, Tom? Uh,
9: thank thanks, Chairman. So the thing I was thinking about is fans tend to attack each other and let uh, the people responsible off the hook. And so the reason I say that is just perspective. And so the, the, Donaldson signing is really, really good because I think it, it changes what to know, uh, comes in. So now he's got to play first base. He doesn't have to, uh, deal with the range at third. And then that probably improves Polanco's, uh, defense. Let's hope, right? Um, but the thing I'm thinking about is the Donaldson signing doesn't make the Polads not cheap. Like we all know that the Polads are not, are cheap, but it maybe it makes it so that we're, uh, serious about a World Series. And then it also maybe makes Royce Lewis available because that right side of the infield is taken care of. So now they're more willing to give up on that prospect and not wonder
3: what if, if he's the next Derek Jeter or if he's just going to be Royce Lewis. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Tommy. I think that is something that might be part of the thought process among the Twins' brain trust, Derek. I mean, let's just talk about talent in Major League Baseball and sports as what it is to people in front offices. It's a resource. Yeah, You're richer in the resource of talented baseball players throughout your system, looking at the Major League team and what you have in the farm system. You're richer with the addition of Josh Donaldson in terms of the resource that is talent in Major League Baseball that maybe makes you a little bit more willing to trade some of that talent to go and get that pitcher that most of us agree they still probably need.
7: I don't expect the Twins are going to trade Royce Lewis. I think Royce Lewis is going to succeed or fail as a twin. And whether you agree with that or disagree with that, I just don't think Donaldson signed. Because, by the way, Polanco was better at shortstop. Polanco's talent is better than how he played last year. Don't forget, he was playing with a bum ankle basically all year long, had surgery, and he was walking around in a boot and crutches mm-hmm. after the season was done. So, so I've seen his defensive numbers, and I've had people say, see, he's the worst shortstop in baseball. He's a little bit better than the numbers are spitting out. But I grant you, he would not be your first choice shortstop on a championship team. Can Royce Lewis be that guy? Can, can somebody else be that guy? And Polanco's your second baseman? You've got pieces to move around here. And Josh Donaldson, to me, doesn't give you less flexibility. It gives you more because you've got a spot taken care of. You've got a dude who's got a big bat. You're going to score 900 runs. That's the hope. And now you got some people who can move around. You've got third base taken care of with thumbs up. Two thumbs up for the third baseman's glove. Now the rest of it, they're they're sort of pieces
3: on the chessboard and you can play around with them and try to get the most wins out of your roster possible. It's a moot point now. But I said this last week and Judd wrote a column to that effect for scorenorth.com and the ScoreNorth app. This week that if a player of the caliber of Nolan Arenado or Chris Bryant and I bring those two up just to prove how moot the point is you have your third baseman now in Josh Donaldson if those types of guys are on the trading block and you didn't pick up the phone and see hey would you be interested in in a package starting with Royce Lewis or Alex Kirloff for that all-world third baseman you got there who's under contract for at least two more years you're derelict in your duties as a general manager if you don't want if you're not willing to give up t- prospects because that's all they are at this point prospects for proven top notch and I mean top notch like one of the top 5 players in baseball type of talent then you're you're that's a huge gamble you're saying I think Royce Lewis is going to be a better baseball player you're betting Royce Lewis will be a better baseball player than Nolan Arenado false. Chris Bryant will be a better baseball or Royce Lewis will be a better baseball player than Chris Bryant false how's that
7: you're not betting on the relative talent level for the sc- scope of a career. You're saying, how many wins does Nolan Arenado add in the two years before he chooses to opt out? Or, if the contract starts to look bad for the team, he opts in and is a highly paid third baseman. Fine. Great. I would love to have Nolan Arenado on my team if I ran a big league front office. Um, I don't, and I won't, so again, a moot point. But you're also betting that Royce Lewis will be good for the six years that he is a twin. The six years that he's not making $35 million a year. You're going in and you're doing what the Astros did. And you're building a roster where but you it's go, win high-paid guy, high-paid guy, high-paid guy, low-paid stud, low-paid stud, here we go.
3: We've got a team full of All-Stars. But you've been talking about how they are in a win-now window. And you have to operate That's as right. such. And if that means, if you can add a player of the caliber where you're going with of this. Nolan Arenado, it's not going to happen. I'm not worried about Royce Lewis and what he does on that rookie
7: contract. I'm just not. You make that trade if you are a general manager that needs to save your job. We learned this offseason that Derek Falvey and Thad Levine are not playing for their jobs in the month of December and January 2019-2020. Ownership group said, nah, man, don't go talk to the Red Sox. You're good. We want to keep you here. Mm-hmm. Finish this project. Pay it off with a World Series or two. That to me gives you the comfort to say, "Awesome, let's make our 2020 roster good." By the way, they've done that. Josh mm-hmm. Donaldson's a stud, mm-hmm. stud. <laughs> and also, let's make our 2021 roster good in 2022. Like you're you're setting up this false choice of either win a World Series now. Or hope that this guy is a star player at some point in the future. Maybe both. I'm down with both. And but, I already laid out to you guys that I have
2: World Series attitude. But Royce Lewis has to become that star, though. Like, he has to. That's if, not how he, I look at it. But, That's kind of how I look. If, if he, he is. He can't just be like a good, solid player, though, Derek. He's got to be like really, really, really good. If he's as untouchable as
3: you're painting him to be or as as untouchable as you would have him be if you were in a front office then i think manny is right if you're not if you're not willing to even entertain training that guy for a player like nolan Arenado, mm-hmm. you you damn well better make sure that that guy ends up being a nolan Arenado caliber of player
2: that's not how i look at it that's 100% I, how i look at it i just hope Royce lewis and i'm not saying i'm not saying this is how it's going to turn out i'm not saying certainly not rooting for it to turn out this way but my fear or at least something that pops up in the back of my mind is that Royce Lewis two years from now is Nick Gordon sure yeah and 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 if that happens that is not good at all here's the difference
7: is that they the twins have to know that right so that's To your point, I agree. You have to know Mm -hmm. if you're going to get a guy who two years from now has no value, who's not going to play in the big leagues, he's not going to be somebody who teams are clamoring over, hey, can I please trade my superstar third baseman for that guy? If you think that 24 months from now, yeah, man, make the trade. Plan the parade. But I think of it on a range of outcomes. Trademarked. I know. Make the trade. Plan the parade. Trademarked. Checks in the mail. Thank you. I sent it to you. Thank you. I knew I was going to use that at some point today.
3: So Mm -hmm. Thank you.
7: I think of it as a range of outcomes for every player, but let's just use Rice as long as we're down this road talking about him and would you trade him for a mid-rotation starting pitcher right now? If he accomplishes the worst thing that he possibly can be, what is he? Right? A washed-out prospect, not a big leaguer. Right. Best thing that he can possibly be? I don't know. Multi-time all-star? Like cornerstone building block for the twins francisco lindor perfect (laughs) yeah now you give me a percentage now this is the twins work this is the work that you have to do this is the honest this is why you have a full staff of like analysts and researchers and biomechanics people and you know guys with all these advanced degrees that i hadn't even heard of until i met them your job is to be right about the Possible outcomes of that spectrum. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I know that this is boring stuff, but this is the guts of what it takes to build a perennial winning baseball team. You say, all right, what's the chance that uh, Royce, for example, just to put his name on it, sorry, Royce, is a washout, former prospect, never a big leaguer? I don't know what the percentage chance is. Injuries happen. Let's call it 5%. Francisco Lindor outcome, 5%. Everything in between there. is what you are paid very well to assess what this guy is going to be, what's the likely outcome. And if you think he's going to be a wash, then fine. Trade him for Nolan Arenado. Take that contract. Moot point because you got Josh Donaldson now and you don't need two-star third baseman. But my point is just that they have to be right about their prospects. They have to be better at this than us. And our tendency on the outside is always going to be go for it. Because yeah. my
3: job's not on the line. My, see, that's only, I only have that thought process when you are in a competitive window. I'm not somebody who expects a competitive window to stay open forever, and I'm expecting my team to go and make those types of moves every offseason. That's unrealistic. Competitive windows open and close. When you're in that window, it's always about now. And if I can add Nolan Arenado now, again, moot point, they have their third baseman and Josh Donaldson. What if they played two third basemen? That'd be special. They would, be, they would be innovators. They would be ahead of the curve for sure. Do a little shifting, reposition some guys. Arenado plays short. But if you can add a Nolan Arenado now, at the risk that you're trading a, a Francisco Lindor on a six-year contract starting two or three years from now, I I take that risk. I get what you're saying. That's me.
7: I think you're colored from the Cubs winning the 2016 World Series. Absolutely. Okay.
3: 651-646-8255. <laughs> Tweet us at North. We'll get in a few more calls. And Derek goes to the movies. His review ah, yes. of Steve Martin's The Jerk coming up right after this. You're listening to Score North Live. 1500 Score North. Through the Score North Studios, TCL, America's fastest-growing
0: TV brand. It's Score North Live. Beginning...
1: Mm. Yes. This first. Oh, God.
3: More of that shit. Oh, my bands. Oh, man. Warms yes. me up. Snowing out. But I don't know Make that. Makes me snug. It makes me snug. That's right, Randy and Cottage Grove. It makes me snug. here in all 37 cracks of the bat off of Josh Donaldson's bat last year. those were ev- That was every home run that Josh Donaldson hit in 2019, and he is now a member of your Minnesota Twins. We want to hear from you talking about it at 651-646-8255. You can also tweet us at SKORNorth. Judd Zulgat has exited. He will be back for Mackie and Judd with Rami coming up at 4 o'clock. You can hear that show weekdays, 4 to 6 here on Score North. Uh, Derek Wetmore has stuck around, though. You can also watch us <coughs>
2: Score North Download Time. Hello, friends. I'm Manny Hill. About uh 20 minutes or so remaining here in Score North Live before we give way to Matthew Collar and Purple Daily. Derek and Rami are in the studio right now. We're gonna get to Derek and the movie. Uh, Derek goes to the movies here in a little bit before we take a few more of your phone calls. We've been talking about this Josh Donaldson signing by the Minnesota Twins. And uh a certain now first baseman, I guess, was on MLB Network earlier talking with Harold Renner, Harold Reynolds, and uh, Matt Vasgersian. Miguel Sonnell was asked about the uh well the great season the twins had last year and what uh, adding Josh Donaldson means to the team this year.
8: Uh, you know, that's a crazy last year. Uh, the light note we have and uh, then we don't have some that things, so that's be unbelievable.
2: Because a power hitter, you know, great tour base and like, we got a better team now, too. And uh, Miguel, he's he's right. The Twins have gotten better with the addition of Josh Donaldson. You know, people still want uh, some upgrades in the pitching staff. Understandably so. I agree. But the Twins have gotten better with Josh Donaldson, so that is a, uh, that's definitely a good thing. That's your Score North download. Now back to Score North Live, Rami.
3: Hmm.
0: <laughs> Donaldson to left and hit an absolute ton. Oh, my goodness.
3: Oh, man. oh my goodness! I have two hours in between this and Mackie and Judd with Rami at four o'clock. You have to go
2: cool down. It's just going
3: to be a nap and a cigarette, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, I think you're going to go into one of our production studios and just play that sound bite No over just, and over just,
3: just j- it's going to go in this nah, order: not at work, sandwich, man. cigarette, nap, <laughs> wake up, come back and talk about this some more. <laughs> it's just so satisfying. to stack crack of the bat, man. There's something about it. 2-2. Lift not... to the left.
0: Hit well. Willingham going back. That's over his
3: head. And to the left. Oh, man. It's just it's something else. 651-646-8255. <laughs> six, six, five, five. If you're not a baseball guy, you're like, hey, where's my Vikings talk? There are a lot of Vikings questions that need to be answered. Matthew Collar and the gang on Purple Daily have you covered coming up at 2 o'clock. But more of your calls on Josh Donaldson at 651-646-8255 six, six, five, five. before. For uh, Derek goes to the movies in just a few minutes here with his review of Steve Martin's The Jerk. But Zach, you're on Score North Live. What's up, Zach?
6: Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for taking my call, sure, first-time caller.
3: Thanks for making it. Don't be a stranger.
6: Yeah, from Cali. So uh, I have mixed feelings about the uh, about the signing. I'm I'm really excited because obviously he's a stud bat, brings a lot of power. He's a good fielder, and it shows we are willing to spend some money. But one of the things that concerned me during the, uh, the, the the series with the Yankees was that all of our power bats, for the most part, got shut down. But what seemed to stick out was Arias, even playing with injury, he was the one who constantly was getting the bat on the ball. So I was kind of hoping we'd pick up a couple more contact guys who could hit for average rather than power, because I feel like we're really loaded with power to help us out on those times when we're facing really good pitchers and get a rally going. I don't know what you guys think about that.
3: It's funny you should say that, and appreciate the call, Zach. Like I said, don't be a stranger, man. Keep listening and keep calling. Josh Donaldson, for all the power that we talk about and all the cracks of the bat we've been playing, he is... He is a contact guy. He finished 19th in the majors and on base percentage last year. I mentioned this last segment, his bat worth about 30 runs more than CJ Krohn's, according to uh, data from uh, Fangraphs, and he topped Krohn by 120 points in OPS last year. He has 139 career walks and 673 at-bats over six seasons in the big leagues, with no more than uh, 37 in a year, so... Donaldson had a hundred walks last season alone, Derek. He is he gets on base in more ways than one. Yeah, he's I mean, he's
7: Nelson Cruz. He's just Essentially, a, yeah. He's a thumper mm-hmm. who hits home runs. High 30s last year. I what he hit, 37 of them. He brought rain 37 times. And he gets on base, he draws walks. He's he's one of those power hitters who draws walks because he's a power hitter, but he also he must have a good eye at the play. You don't get a hundred walks for free. Unless you're Barry Bonds, like, they're not just giving you those. Um, so anyway, yeah, he is. I agree with the caller's point that like I don't think. Two things to say off that actually, I don't think that the Twins could just say, "Hey, we'll take nine Miguel Sano's right, high strikeout, home runs galore." But eh, can you can you trust it? Can you string it together? And if you don't hit a three run bomba at uh, Yankee Stadium, you're out of luck. Sorry. I don't know that you could necessarily make that bet, but Josh Donaldson to me is not making that bet. It does seem to me that they are collecting home runs and doubles and just trying to have the world's highest slugging percentage and win games
3: that way. And on base percentage, this dude is going to get on base. It's not. I, and it's the I same. mean, with their whole lineup, I'm saying, right. It, yeah, but, but it's not the. It's the same thing I said about the glove in the first hour, which is that the home runs make a lot of noise, but the guy also brings a Gold Glove third base. He also is a guy who's going to walk more than what you had in that spot last year and get on base more than what you had in that spot last year. So it's the people who are going great. He hits home runs. We, that's just what we needed. Well, actually, he does, he does a whole hell of a lot more than that and brings a lot more to the table in terms of making you a better baseball team. Sure. So, so on base
7: percentage, which is what you brought up, he's like 10 points lower than Nelson Cruz last year. And Nelson Cruz, by the way, was just a, if you didn't know, a phenomenal beast. In the batter's box, healthy or not healthy, didn't really seem to matter too much. Um, so 10 points off his OBP. So picture in your mind, Rami, Nelson Cruz. Okay, fears are My
3: Minds are literally closed right now if you're streaming us live on Twitter, yes. Twitch, and Facebook. Yeah, this
7: is not theater of the mind for radio. You're actually trying to picture this here. Yeah, I'm meditating on now. This. As you find your center mm-hmm. in your mind's eye, I want you to picture Nelson Cruz and don't just picture Nelson Cruz, mm. picture two, Rami. The feeling that Nelson Cruz provides you when he walks into the batter's box and there are men on base. Wow. Hold that image in your mind. Nelson Cruz, fearful slugger.
3: I feel so relaxed right
7: now. And now, take 10 points off his OBP, Mm. stay in the high 30s for home runs, Mm -hmm. and add a gold glove caliber third base playing a position.
3: Oh, man. I feel really relaxed and centered right now. This Hold your center. Okay. Open your eyes. All right. What did you see? I saw winning baseball is what I saw, Derek <laughs> Wetmore. I saw the Bomba Bus riding right into October. Let's go to Sam on Score North Live. What's <laughs> up, Sammy?
8: Uh, hey guys, hey. Uh, thanks for taking the call. You got it. Two quick things. First, uh, just wanted to note. Two or three years ago, Marcus Semien on the A's led the major leagues in errors. And then, you know, flash forward to this year, he's one of the best defensive shortstops in baseball. I don't think that's going to happen to Furt Blanco. I'm just saying it isn't necessarily unprecedented. Interesting. Uh, number two is a pet, a passion pet issue for me. I'm a diehard Twins fan. If Eddie Rosario gets another 600 at bats in the four hole this year, I will blow my brains out. <laughs> uh,
0: don't do that. He should
8: not be hitting above seventh maybe you can make an argument for six just with the left-handed bat Uh so I guess discuss, but anyways thanks guys.
5: Yeah,
7: Appreciate man. the call. Thanks for the call uh, walk you back off the ledge because Rosario doesn't need to be the cleanup hitter anymore you got you got a healthy Sano, I saw him yesterday he's healthy. You got Josh Donaldson you got Mitch Garver on the days that he's in the lineup especially if it's against lefties, you want his bat up in the top three, four spots so um I'm curious to see what Rosario is this year because, like, I think the the group, the crowd, the room thinks he's better than I think he is. When I hear you guys talking about trade Eddie Rosario for impact pitching, I think I would never trade an impact pitcher for Eddie Rosario <laughs> for two years of that guy. Sorry, right? I'll just go find my own corner bat, thirty home run. There are hitter. plenty of Eddie Rosarios out there. I kind of feel that way right now, but I will say, even as someone who's kind of been a low man on Eddie over the years, dude's got. Amazing talent, like he can do some things that most humans can't do, and I'm curious to see if he ever puts it together for a full season. Who knows? Maybe 2020 is that and year, and this is a big breakout party the, for him.
3: The, I read a couple articles this morning, Derek, that poke holes in the Donaldson signing, and a few of them said, well, basically, all Josh Donaldson does for you that upgrade in your offense will will make up for the regression that should be expected throughout the rest of the lineup from guys like. Polanco, who was an MVP candidate for half the season last okay. year, Mitch Garver, Nelson Cruz, blah blah blah. And what those people like, if if we're going to speculate or just jump to some kind of conclusion that that's going to happen, how about we 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 make some assumptions and jump to conclusions and swing the other way? What if Miguel Sano takes the next step, and you have a full season of a healthy Miguel Sano? What about the possibility of a healthy Byron Buxton? What about a better season from Jose Barrios? What about a better season from Max Kepler? These are guys who are still young and developing, and their trajectory is probably still pointing up on their major league careers. For every guy that you could say we should expect regression, I could come back at you and say there are guys that we should expect improvement.
7: I'm really glad you brought that up because we're almost two hours into this show. You and I sitting here talking Josh Donaldson to the Twins on a record free agent contract for the franchise. And I haven't brought up like what's the, mo- the most basic take of all time, but it's the truth. Adding Josh Donaldson to your 2020 lineup and beyond raises your ceiling for how good of a baseball team you can be. Right. It also, and very importantly, given the division that the Twins play in and the challengers that are going to try to knock them off their AL Central title, importantly, it also raises the floor to what's the worst-case scenario. Like, dream up a doomsday, Rami, for the Twins? This guy gets hurt. This guy underperforms. This guy comes back to earth. This guy, on and on and on. Josh Donaldson is just another guy who you should reasonably expect to have a good year based on his track record. So it yeah, it raises the ceiling and that's what we all talk about because you weren't good enough to win the World Series last year and now you got better. But super importantly for a 101-win Twins team, it also raises
12: how low can the floor possibly go with this? I think the signing accomplishes both. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health.